0: and uh and when shit actually starts to fucking happen like this is not like the kind of shit you see in the game link gets his fucking arm chopped off like this is legit shit man like three chapters in and his arm gets sliced the fuck off and link basically dies in three chapters damn you nintendo i know man dude this shit's intense What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Animan+. Plus. I'm your host, Alex Light. We're having a great day today. Got Zach here in studio with me, and I got Josh over the phone. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing good today. Nice, another wonderful Thursday.
2: Yeah, I'm doing good too.
0: So uh, this is going to be the first podcast with the new Rodecaster Pro mixer. That's pretty exciting. Uh, so we're still working out the kinks. So if you hear anything a little different we're, I'm, I'm working on it, you know, we're going to get it, we're going to, we're going to get it figured out. But we're here to have a good time. And then that's that's the bottom line. We're here to talk about some anime and manga. We've got some cool stuff to talk about today. Our normal episode reviews, chapter reviews, some fun facts. Uh, we also have a uh, Patreon Tier 2 question today from our Tier 4 patron, uh, uh, Jared. With him being Tier 4, he obviously gets access to all the previous rewards. So he does have a question for us today that he redeemed for Anime Plus that we're going to answer. Uh, so kicking things off, you know, make sure to go check out um, the links down in the description below like my other podcast lighthearted we got the lighthearted game awards coming up that's gonna be pretty hype uh the dba season two it's coming to a close you get to see the epic finale over at sparky three youtube and third life gaming youtube make sure to check out our socials and most notably check out our patreon if you want to support support us further we'd greatly appreciate it but if not hey whatever just follow the show that's cool too also shout out to the fact that um the official transistor twitter is now following me that's pretty hype that's that's our hosting site so that's pretty cool i guess we've made it boys
1: oh they're following you now yeah
0: they followed me on twitter which is pretty cool because i i I tweeted them a question about a couple things and they started following me i'm like yo that's what's up hey how you doing (laughs) keep it moving all right cool we've made it this we're in the big leagues now
1: are we though because
0: (laughs) i was about to say how many people are
1: actually following transistor
0: transistor in general yeah like the I, i i couldn't tell you i forgot. Either way, it's just like, hey, you know, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, also, shout out, I mean, another thing that's kind of cool about some like, some, like some larger platform following me is the official American Foundation of Suicide Prevention Instagram is following me on my private Instagram. So that's pretty cool.
1: I mean, I'd take that over Transistor, personally.
0: I mean, yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, that's pretty cool. But anyway, all right, so let's kick things off with some news, and we're going to jump into our usual BS. All right, so first and foremost, I talked about this before. But I can't for the life of me remember if I talked about this on, like, Animan or, like, on Lighthearted. I don't remember. You know, Josh, once I say it, maybe you can refresh my memory if it was on Animan or not. But um, Sony is apparently pursuing a purchase of Crunchyroll right now. And this purchase is going to go up for, right now, what I'm seeing is upwards of uh, $927 million. Uh, Also, the big thing to note about this is Sony already owns Funimation as it is. So Sony's basically building a monopoly of like anime streaming right now. Now Josh, now that I said that, did I did I say that on Animan before or was it lighthearted, I guess? Because I know I've talked about this before.
2: I don't think you said on Animan. Uh I just remember you telling us about it in the Discord. Okay.
0: All right. Then yeah, it must have been on Lighthearted. But either way, you know, I, I wanna say I talked about it. Maybe like a month or two ago, I remember this stuff started like coming out that Sony was potentially going to purchase Crunchyroll because I knew AT&T had it up for sale. But there wasn't really any direction one way or the other of what was going to happen because AT&T was asking for a lot of money. I think they were asking for like a billion, like one billion up front. God and, dang,
1: at and Sony And
0: Sony just laughed at it. It was the original concept, but now it's going for that, like I said, the upwards of $927 million. And it'll be interesting to see what happens if they do purchase this. Because like I said, they're going to be basically have a monopoly of, you know, anime streaming. Because I mean, these are the two big dogs in terms of anime streaming. I mean, let's be real, they are. You got a couple others here and there, like uh, in their one called like VRV, I think, in that one but yeah, it's, and that, it's on the lower side. That
1: one's just like a giant hub of like several different groups all using it. So okay. I think both Funimation and Crunchyroll are on there. Then, okay. uh, yeah, there's a sub, couple other web creators that use it too.
0: You know, Netflix is dipping, dipping their toes into anime more and more by purchasing rights to stuff. Like they have like seven deadly sins, which I wish they did not have, but you know, whatever. Um, and so don't forget about Hulu. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But Hulu also like borrows from Funimation both. and Crunchyroll as well. Um, which yeah uh, i mean and technically so does netflix in a way i mean yeah it does yeah it does you're right you know, netflix only has a handful of originals you know that you know that they have rights to seven deadly sins is one i know that one uh b stars is one which apparently a new trailer came out today i've i've never checked out this series i don't know anything about it but for fans of it hey there's a new trailer for the new season's go check it out um so i don't know sony sony if they purchase crunchyroll it will be interesting to see what they do what, what's how this is going to affect the streaming industry it'll be cool to see like a crunchyroll funimation pairing happen again that'd be cool
1: yeah like we got a few years yeah back. like we got
0: a few years back i mean that that's one exciting part to it you know because i know a couple friends that you know actually only have funimation don't even have crunchyroll um and they really benefited from that little partnership that happened because i won't give them my crunchy roll because i already gave it to josh and i don't want a lot of people having it (laughs) (laughs) which you know i feel like that's fair (laughs) you know when i when i hop on there i don't want fucking 10 million people be watching shit when i'm trying to go watch something but you know either way it'll be ugly i only
2: watch stuff when you're not
0: that's true That's true. yeah see that's the plus with you having it is that me and you we watched it at completely different times and also the plus for me having your disney plus i just haven't fucking used it so i mean that's a thing (laughs) that's true mandalorian season two is out i saw that that. i saw that
1: yeah i saw people get real hype about that
0: yeah yeah sooner or later i'll use your disney plus i mean i have it like i have have it logged in i'm sure you saw my buff momo account um, no, I haven't, but okay. I yeah.
2: honestly don't watch Disney Plus either. So I don't know. watch
0: anything. Why are you paying for it? I don't know. Because my niece uses it. That's fair. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. then shout out to our friend John, who has like 10 million subscriptions that he do not even know what he has for anymore at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just humorous to me. He, like, he'll just have it's stuff just come out and he's like, what the fuck is this? When did I get this?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's really funny. Uh, so um, oh, go-, go ahead, Josh. Oh,
2: no, I was just going to say, going back to the Funimation Crunchyroll thing, I mean, Funimation does dub Crunchyroll stuff, like Dr. Stone. It's a Crunchyroll original, but Funimation does it. So, maybe it'll work out where more stuff gets dubbed by Funimation, and we get to hear Christopher Sabat in every anime ever.
0: Every anime that exists, we'll hear him in God of High School, Noblesse, and everything else coming. It'll be great. Yeah. You know, also shout out to, uh, you know, we, we made a joke about uh, the Yashahime cast. So, you know, because we made a joke that, you know, Christopher Sabat was going to be Inuyasha, Shomer, just he was going to be everything. So that's just what he does. But uh, the uh, the English cast for Yashahime for like the original characters, uh, they're all pretty much returning, except for uh, Kohaku, which is understandable, you know, growth. Yeah. Yeah, he grows up. <laughs> you know, that, that's understandable. But all the other characters are returning. Uh, it is important to note uh, for long time fans of the series that the Kagome voice actor for the dub is going to be the final act voice actor. you know, not not the original. Kagome is the only voice actor of the main cast that has been replaced, you know, or changed from the original series to the final act. So that's important to people to know. but other than that, we'll still get to hear the uh, OG Nanyasha that we know, Shomaru, uh Moroku, Sango, and all that. So I mean that was yeah. cool to see that they confirmed that.
1: Which, that's for all be... one
0: episodes they've been in so far. Yeah, all of one. Yeah, you're right.
1: That's going to be interesting for us because I know, Alex and me, we haven't seen Final Act. Have you seen Final Act, Josh?
2: I actually haven't. I've only watched um, whatever they played on Toonami, so from the beginning to where it starts all over again. So I have no idea what the Final Act even is.
0: See that is going to be interesting for all three of us because like even though I've known of the final act for years, I've never gone out of my way to watch it. I've even like I've never gone out of my way to even watch a fucking clip of the final act. So like I have no idea what the, the Kagome sounds like in final act. So I don't know yeah. how much of a shock that's going to be for me. Here's the no even idea. better
2: part because uh, I really got a really wanted to watch Inuyasha again. Uh, Crunchyroll only has one season. They have the first season subbed and dubbed. Um, and then I believe Hulu only has, I think the first season, maybe not, uh, Netflix has the first two seasons and that's it. So there's like five or six seasons of Inuasha, including the final act. And at most, you can only watch two on any st- streaming service. Oof.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I never watched final act because I, I actually, actually own all the box sets, including the movie box set. But for whatever reason, I never picked up Final Act. Which Yo, is shout gone. out
0: to the movie Three, the best movie.
2: I don't remember which one. Which movie that that was, was the
0: one about their, their, their dad's sword. The yeah. Three Swords. That was a great uh, movie. I fucking love that movie. Actually, actually that's on, all the movies are on Crunchyroll, now that I think about it.
1: Nice. I think they are, yeah. He's right. Yeah,
0: yeah The third movie was always my favorite. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that, just for good times. And also, to, like, I guess... I may actually do that because uh, you know, for me growing up watching Inuyasha, I've only ever watched it dubbed. I've never watched it sub. So like when I watched the first episode of Inuyasha, every character was like a shock for me. Even though obviously I knew it was gonna be sub. I'm not not an idiot here. Only sometimes I am, you know. But it was just like okay, this is new. My brain is registering something new that I'm not used to. Because I mean, honestly, I thought the Inuyasha. I thought Inuyasha was one of those. It was one of those cases, in my opinion, where the dub was actually done well. Especially oh, now, like now as an adult looking back on it and like I've looked into more like some of the just voice acting, you know, acting examples of the sub for Inuyasha. Like. I, I, I can't sit here and say that the sub is better because I haven't watched it in full detail. Um I would assume it's probably going to be better. I don't know. But Inuyasha is definitely one of those cases where the dub is actually pretty good.
2: And if it makes anything better, if I'm not mistaken, I believe all the original actors from Inuasha are in Yashihime. Yeah. I at least know Inuasha and Kaede are the same voice
0: actors from Are you Inuasha. talking about for the uh, for the sub? I was about to say, for the Japanese yeah, voice Yeah, for actors. the sub, yeah. Oh, for the Japanese okay. voice actors. Okay. Uh,
1: that's what I thought, because so, I have actually watched a bit of it, subbed and dubbed, and they're fairly similar. Okay, are they? Yeah. At least from what my brain remembers.
0: That's fair. Yeah,
2: so I believe all the sub, the actors in the sub, from the original Inuyasha or Inuyasha Hime. So if you go back and watch Inuyasha subs, the voices should be pretty much the same.
0: Nice, nice. Okay. I'll keep that in mind because I may, I may look into rewatching some Inuyasha sub. And honestly, I just want to watch the final act. That, that's one thing that I want to yeah. do. Well, so I may just... Keep in mind, that.
2: unless you have Netflix, the best you're going to do is the first season. And even with Netflix, you can just watch the first and second season. So
1: I don't need streaming. I remember. He'll, just, he'll just
0: fucking buy it. I already
1: own it. He already owned it. Yeah. You're not hearing him say that?
0: Come on, Alex. Well, I mean the final act. Do you own the final act?
1: Oh, no, but that, okay. that's not oh, not yet. nothing yet. Yeah,
0: he'll just buy it in a heartbeat. Like As soon as we get off the podcast, he'll be like, all right, I bought it. He'll be at my house tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no big deal, right? Uh, so some other news that we got is the uh, Toriko creator. Uh, if you guys happen to remember Toriko, it got white hot there for a little while, and then it just fizzled out, and it ended and went away. Like When I'm talking like how white hot this series got... Is this is the series got a fucking crossover event with Dragon Ball and One Piece almost it, immediately? Yeah, like I remember yeah. that shit. That's a then. Let's too. be real. That's a big fucking deal. Like, oh yeah, that is a massive deal. Like, that's a big push to the series, and then it just fizzled out. I mean, it got white hot and just died. Uh, but the Toriko creator is coming back to weekly Shonen Jump with a new series. It is Bob the Builder, the manga, aka Build King. I saw the pro tag. With the name Build King, I can only imagine what this is going to be about. Like it doesn't capture my interest at at first glance, but I mean, I mean, technically, thanks to Jared, we are being paid to do this. I guess it's my job to go read Build King when it comes out and see if it's worth a damn.
1: (laughs) Wait, you say because of our Patreon, Jared? But is he actually paying us to read specific things? Because if not,
0: no, I just feel like it's it's part of part of the job. You know, one of my jobs is to find the next big hit. Of, of, of a manga right now. Me and Josh are over two. <laughs> shout out to Jared, uh, as our Patreon supporter, if you want
2: us to read certain things, please let us know.
0: That's true. Yeah. And that's actually a, that's actually a great point. If, if there's anything that listeners want us to check out, you know, especially if it's manga, because, you know, for all three of us, we can blaze through a chapter like no problem. You know, if it's an anime, we might be a little more drag our feet on it just because, you know, you know, we work. We got shit to do and all. Um, but yeah, any series you want us to check out, let us know. I have no problems adding more ch- uh, chapter reviews to our lineup. I think we I think we're currently reviewing like what, like almost like 15, 15 series. Or, you know, around there for what just our, about. about 15 series right now. And I don't mind adding on to it. But, I'll, I mean, I'll check out Build King when it comes out. Like I said, I feel like it's part of doing this podcast. I feel like it's a little bit my job now to, you know, read this new stuff and kind of figure out what's going to be good and what's going to be shit. Because I really, I really want to be able to find the next big hit before it's the next big hit.
1: Well, I mean, I'll definitely look at it just for interesting because the Tori... It- Concept itself was really great and interesting. Just the whole food thing, <laughs> right? So I'm curious to see what this build king is. But as it just stands point, I just think it's going to be Dragon Quest Builder. Yeah, it's just how I imagine it.
0: Dragon Quest Builder I mean, fused with Bob the Builder. Yeah, I'll be down to read a chapter of Bob the Builder and see how it is. I mean, they're actually can't be more than Builder
1: manga. I'm pretty sure. Of. I think there is an actual one.
0: Is there? I believe so. I wouldn't be surprised considering there's a fucking, you know, My Hero Academia Trump version. My Hero Magadamia whatever. You so, forgot
2: about Trump, or Trump Punch Man.
0: Trump Punch Man, yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. But, yeah, I mean, I'll check it out. I will say in reference to, like, you know, the next big hit, whatever that we're trying to find, I'll be honest, and I think you guys could probably agree with me, I'm, re- I'm still feeling that it's going to be Kaiju number eight. I'm going to be real. I think that's going to be the next big hit. I, I really do believe that. I think Kaiju number eight is on fire. That's you know,
2: after binge reading 128 chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen, I don't think Kaiju number eight is going to be the next big thing.
0: Well, I mean, okay, let, let me let me also stress here. I do think Jujutsu Kaisen is going to be the next big thing. I mean, it's already up there in terms of sales, but I'm talking like a brand new series. That's what I'm talking.
1: I was about to say, Jujutsu oh, no, oh, Kaisen has already been out, so I feel like it's already past that. Scale of where we could say this is going to be the next big series. Yeah, because
0: I mean, in sales-wise, it usually hits in the top five numbers pretty easily.
2: I was just saying because Jujutsu Kaisen and Kaiju Number 8 are actually very super similar to each other. And honestly, I like Jujutsu Kaisen way better, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's, you know, out of the two, it's going to be the bigger one. Kaiju Number 8 could totally be bigger, but they are almost exactly the same.
0: I can't. Concept. I can't. I can't comment on that, unfortunately. I'm still. I. I have not had a chance to read more of of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. So I'm only still about forty something chapters in at the moment.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Their base. Their base synopsis and stuff. If you just did a very base, it'd be very similar. But I think give Kaiju number eight a bit more time, and it can definitely deviate. Because we're talking about a series that just released chapter sixteen versus a manga that has one hundred twenty eight at this point. Yep. So there's yeah, still plenty of true. time to see deviation.
2: I just, yeah, I just assume uh, content-wise them being the exact same thing, which is just the Kaizen already being a little bigger now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kaizen number eight is actually going to end up surviving just because they're both basically humans where monsters, curses, whatever exist. A human becomes a monster, a human becomes a curse, I mean, which neither of them are really spoilers, but... I mean it's kind of the exact same concept. It's also so very I don't know
0: important how- to note that uh, you know they are on separate. Uh, there are on separate platforms under the same umbrella. You know, one being on Jump Plus, one being weekly shown in Jump. So Jujutsu Kaisen will always be superior because of the weekly shown in Jump push. But yeah, I, that's fair. But with Kaiju Number Eight, like I mean, I think we've said this before. You know, it being on Jump Plus is one of the best things that could happen for it, just because like the expectations are a lot lighter. So it allows a series to really f- flourish a lot more, have the breaks that they need kind of like Kaju's doing. It's also why I think uh, *Deranged detective can really you know possibly shine because it's on jump plus. I mean it's on it's on its yeah. own schedule, you know, away from the weekly shown jump. That weekly Shonen jump man, as we've seen Josh with two series that we really fell in love with this year, Man, it's fucking brutal over there at Weekly Shonen Jump. They they axed so many damn series this year, man. I mean, Kishimoto even got axed this year, you know, with Samurai 8. And, uh, you yeah. know, R2 series that's, got axed. It's a brutal world over there in the Weekly Shonen Jump. That is very true. Yeah. And that's kind of why I was, like, you know, thinking maybe Kaiju No.
2: 8 might not, just because it's a very competitive scene. Right. While they are on different platforms, they are, yes, under the same umbrella. And I, to be quite fair, though, I don't honestly know how, you know, uh, anime and mangas that are very similar to each other go. I don't know if, you know, if there are two things that are very close to each other, if one survives or one dies, That's uh, fair. because my pool of stuff that I'm in is very shallow and it's more than likely the more popular of the, the series, right. Dragon Ball, One Piece, stuff like that. So, um, but it'll definitely be interesting to see if Kaiju Number Eight is something that you know comes out to be the next big thing when it gets a few more chapters in, possibly gets an anime, stuff
1: like that.
0: Well, so. I will I will say for the yeah. um, for the success of Kaiju Number Eight, what we're leading up to right now in the manga, I, I feel like it needs to be a home run. I feel like it's going to be a home run, but you know, with where we are in the manga right now, with what's happening, I feel like they really got to hit it out of the park, and I think they will. That's true. And you know now
2: that I've said all that and think about it, Chainsaw Man is also the same premise as Jujutsu Kaisen and page Number Eight. So, and Chainsaw Man's actually doing really well.
0: Yeah, Chainsaw and, Man
2: is doing really well. And isn't it published in Jump alongside Jujutsu Kaisen? So. Yeah, they're both. Yes, weak. it is. Yeah. So they they are both pretty much the same thing, competing, and they're both doing very well. So,
1: again, base synopsis, I would agree with you, but with Chainsaw Man, with how much. Seeing as it is a further long series, I feel like there's enough deviation that people wouldn't necessarily immediately associate the two.
2: Yeah, and that's fair. I I guess I'm just kind of looking at it on the on the outside, Mm -hmm. you know, being that I have, I do read all three of these, um, and while they are similar, at the base they do get different. um, I got you. I I was just kind of looking at it more like a reader slash viewer. That's like. Is just going to be the exact same thing, not knowing anything about it, kind of stuff like that.
0: Yep, that's fair. Uh, wrapping up our news here, uh, we've got two last things that are pretty quick. Number one, uh, Viz reveals a Legend of Zelda Treasure Chest Legendary Edition containing five different volumes from the Zelda manga, including stories like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Minish Cap, Four Swords, and the Oracle stories. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I actually just picked up the Twilight Princess manga, and I've read up to the latest chapter. I'm gonna talk about that here in just a few minutes because it is fucking good, and I really want to read the rest now. So that's something that yeah, that I may look into picking up that treasure chest because it does look pretty cool.
1: What was the price on it?
0: It was, I think it was a. I'd have to go back and look. I want uh, for some reason a hundred dollars is sticking out to me. Um, I mean, hundred dollars sounds right.
2: I actually saw an ad for it today. Yeah hundred dollars does on right,
0: but I don't. Yeah, it looks cool. I definitely want to read stories like I want to read Ocarina of Time* and *Majora's Mask* and see how those unfold. Because uh, reading *Twilight Princess* how it's unfold is is just it's it's incredible. It is just incredible. It's just to say the least. Uh, I'm very excited for the next batch of chapters to come out sometime next year. Um, so in the last little bit of news is black Clover will be on a break in issue 50, which is pretty hype simply for remembering what chapters they are, because once it goes on a break, that means my hero and black Clover will be back on the same, you know, number lineup but you know my hero's 20 chapters ahead so it it just helps me remember the chapters when writing the show you think those (laughs) two just have a deal i I think they do it's like all right i'm gonna go on a break and then you know you go on a break in a couple weeks that way we can stay at the exact same chapter range oh
1: one of your assistants out here borrow one of mine i'm gonna take a break this week
0: (laughs) yeah exactly it helps (laughs) me remember the chapters knowing that they're exactly 20 chapters out from each other at all times it just helps me remember it for the show um okay so what do you guys want to start with? Do you guys want to start with some anime talk, or do you want to start with um, like um, the Patreon question and like my Twilight Princess thoughts? Which one do you guys want to start with? I don't care.
2: It's up to you guys.
1: I don't really have a preference. All right, Patreon it is.
0: All right, yeah, oh, let's, no. let's let's hit that then. Because Josh, I know you were bugging me to talk about the Twilight Princess manga, even though you were probably joking. But either way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, all right. So the, uh, Patreon question that Jared asked was who is your favorite Dragon Ball character and why he even admitted, that's kind of a basic question. And he actually gave me a more detailed, uh, I guess, kind of reasoning for the question that I'm going to pull up here. Um, So he did say it can be from any show, just not just Dragon Ball series in general. Uh, His is what he calls the OG Beerus from the Battle of the Gods movie. And the reason why is because he viewed it as a wall that could not be climbed, an actual limit, and not just a villain, but a teacher that saw potential. Uh, almost like Goku in an aspect of wanting a challenge from a worthy opponent. That's the way that he put it to me when he asked the question, which is a fair point. Bear, you know, Beerus was 100% a wall that could not be climbed. And really he still is, you know, even in the super, in the super manga and the uh, super anime, he doesn't fucking do anything because he's just OP. <laughs> yeah. He's he's done I think one thing in the series and that was fucking get rid of uh Zamasu in uni, in the in universe whatever uni, whatever timeline multiverse line whatever. But anyway, what 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 is uh you guys' answer for that question and why?
1: Josh? You know,
0: I
2: said I was going to think about it, and I totally didn't think about it because there's so many Dragon Ball characters that are really cool. Yeah. And really awesome. like Obviously, I want to say like Vegeta because, you know, he's just he he's a better main character than Goku just because he actually has to actually go through stuff to get the power up. whereas right?
0: Goku just like,
2: all right, I'm going to go Super Saiyan 3 now.
0: You and mean Super Saiyan 2?
2: Super <laughs> Saiyan 2 is a thing? What? <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously, I want to say Vegeta or like, you know, Frieza as like mm. the essential like biggest bad who eventually, like, you know, doesn't, he's not that much of a bad guy after all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's just so many people. Like, you can even say, like, Jiren, just because, you know, yeah, while Beerus is a wall, so was Jiren. Jiren, you know, was not a god, but he made Goku go all out. So it's just, it's just kind of hard to pick just one character out of all of them. That's fair. Especially if you're doing the whole Dragon Ball series.
0: That's fair.
1: Uh, to be fair, I don't really have a favorite Dragon Ball character just because when we, cause all the animes that I have... We do we, have
0: a siren in the background, so I apologize for that.
1: All the animes that were coming out in English and whatnot when we were kids and watching anime, Dragon Ball was not really the ones I got attached to. I mean, mm-hmm. I watched Dragon Ball, and I know the characters and stuff, but I never got attached to it. I meant more into the Inuyasha, Yu Yu Haga show. Cowboy Bebop, mm. and yeah, you know, man of
2: culture I see. Man of culture I see, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like Big O and things like that. So Big O, yeah, Big God, O. Yeah. A
0: throwback, yeah, throw it back here.
1: <laughs> so, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really have a favorite Dragon Ball character. Right. Um, if I had to really put somebody down, though, for someone just like I really liked and whatnot, was probably. Uh, future trunks first appearance. I, I don't know. What That's fair. His, his first appearance in the fu- future from the, f- yeah. When he just outright offs Frieza. Mm-hmm. Cause I just thought that was like super awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. And other than that, I don't really have a reason just cause I never really grew that attached to dragon ball.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, man, it, I know my answer, but I also want to give other examples of other characters that I love i'm with you josh i i love vegeta and you know another character alongside that is i love piccolo and i was i'm one of the people that i I, i've I've watched all of dragon ball i'm one of those people right. um so i love the character development with like vegeta and with piccolo i'm a big character development guy i think everyone is i mean like uh you know that's why i love bakugo so much that's why he's my favorite character because his character development has been phenomenal you know not not a True anime, you know, we consider, it, you know, some people consider it an anime, but uh, like Zuko and Avatar, great character development. So I love good character development uh, in a series. um In terms of like villains, man, I'm a big Cell fan. I love Cell. I thought Cell was was such a cool villain. I was never a big fan of Boo. Don't really care for Boo. Frieza, obviously, who uh, can't like, you know, who doesn't like Frieza? Toriyama. True. <laughs> uh, uh, Toriyama
2: likes Frieza. He just doesn't like the people who base Frieza
0: on. That's yeah. that's true but no like (laughs) in terms of villains man I I love Cell but I I hate I hate it man I hate to admit this because it still it still reigns true for me today but unfortunately, as much as it pains me to admit it, and I've even fucking bitched about this character on this show, my favorite character is Goku. But I have a reason why. It's not just because I think he's a dope-ass character, because obviously he's a very flawed fucking character in a lot of fucking ways. Just like the series in general it has a lot of fucking plot holes. But even though it has a lot of plot holes, it still remains as my number one favorite series, but for a personal sentimental reason. So, all right, I think all three of us can agree to this. Dub Goku and Sub Goku are two different fucking people. Yes, they are. We can agree to this. Like Sub Goku and Dub, like, okay. Dub Goku in reference strictly to like Funimation. So Sean Schimmel, that version of Goku, they really made out to be like this towering hero, right? Of where it's just like a beacon of good. Okay, that's how that Goku was portrayed, and that's how they made him. Obviously, you know, Goku, he does have a sense of justice, even in, you know, sub or manga, uh, but he's also just like, he wants a good fight. I mean, that's just who he is. I mean, same thing with the dub Goku, but dub Goku also really, you know, is more in tune to being a hero and protecting the weak, I I feel like, and I think, I think Dragon Ball fans can feel like. So, for me, watching Dragon Ball growing up, like, I was a little kid, and... I grew up without a father. I grew up uh, with only one male figure in my life that was only like here, you know, every once in a while, it was my great grandfather and he passed away at a young age. So if like looking back on it as an adult, I could not have said this when I was a kid, could not have, there's no fucking way. I, I was too much of a dumbass little kid, but as an adult, I can look back and like, I can say that as a child, I feel like watching dub dragon ball, Throughout you know, my childhood in a way like I subconsciously like linked to Goku because he was such this positive beacon of good and looked up to him in like a father figure esque way because I didn't have that in my life. I had nothing in my life in that capacity. So looking back on it, as an adult, I can say that's what kid Alex probably did. And like so I have a sentimental attachment to the character, even though I realize he's a flawed fucking character <laughs> and the series is a flawed fucking show, but it's still my, one of my favorite shows and probably still my favorite in terms of like story. I mean, obviously it's not even close. I mean, the story's all over the fucking place. If we're, if, if you had to sit here and ask me, it's like, Alex, what's your favorite, you know, series in terms of like just the story itself. I mean, my immediate answers would be like full metal alchemist. You know, I think Naruto has an unbelievable story from top to bottom uh, just to give a couple of brief examples. Um, but Dragon Ball wouldn't even be in the top five. I mean, just fucking, yeah, that's not
2: fair. Character i forgot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He forgot forgot.
2: what the story was. Yeah. He forgot that Gohan was actually the main character.
0: Yeah. When he tried to do that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that'd be my answer though, is it'd be unfortunately Goku. I still have that sentimental attachment. So he's, 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 he'd be my favorite character for Dragon Ball for me.
2: All right. I got two things. First off, what you said about Goku sub and dub was actually very beautiful, but, uh, it unlocked a core memory of Akira Toriyama talking about how he disliked what the anime did and totally missed the point. Uh, not in his words, but this is what he meant. Goku only wants to throw hands. Yeah. He doesn't care about justice. <laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> he's not supposed to be a good guy. He just wants to fight. Yeah. So it was beautiful what you said, but unlocking that core memory of Toriyama just thinks he just wants to throw hands. That's all he
1: wants to do. I mean, that makes sense yeah. with how many goddamn tournaments we have.
0: Yeah, and and right. that's why I'm saying like Funimation's version of of Goku, man they they made it out to be like this great righteous hero, and you know the sub did so so here and there, but you know in terms of like the original context of the manga, which um just, you know just for listeners to kind of know that I'm not just an anime guy here, I've read almost the entire the entirety of Dragon Ball. I'm literally. Of like, probably 30 chapters out from being done that I've been setting on for like a fucking year. It sounds like One Piece, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And then I've read all of Dragon Ball Z. I've read all of part two of Dragon Ball in its entirety. And I remember uh, reading through it and finding all these like differences in the manga from like what was animated. Like, I know one that really stuck out to me and it involves Goku. It's such a little change, but then it's like I see this little change and I'm like, why? Dude, why do we, why do we change this? What was the point in that? I don't, I don't get it. You know, cause it, obviously it's a fucking, it's a meme that Goku's a shit dad. It's a meme. We know this, you know, everyone, anyone that's a Dragon Ball fan fucking knows this. And you know, one example, just one of many that I can, yeah, it's a smaller one, but it's one of many that I can remember of him being a shit dad was Buu Saga right before Gohan was about to go fight Buu and he hugs Goku in the anime. Goku just stands there like a fucking statue. And then just, like, pats him on the back once. He's like, all right, go get him, champ. And that was it. It's just kind of that's kind of weird. It came off weird to me. You know what I mean? That came off weird to me. But in the manga, Goku hugs him back. They have a moment. It's like, why take that out? That's just kind of weird to me that you take that out from the manga to the anime that they don't have the moment to, like, hug. Because in in their minds, which, I mean, it's Dragon Ball, so we as the readers know better. But in their minds, this is the last time Gohan's going to see his dad until he dies in their minds. So it's like from you know from a story standpoint it's like why take that moment out from the manga of the anime it just didn't make sense to me. It well, didn't.
2: my my theory on that is is when they made the anime they realized Goku is a shit dad. So <laughs> my headcanon is Goku only had kids so Piccolo could be the dad he needed to be. That's true. So Gohan and Goten are actually Piccolo's sons. I uh, wouldn't that's say Goten Goku doesn't hug him back. Well, you know what? Goten really doesn't do anything but hang out with trunks anyway.
0: So Yeah, Goten's fucking worthless. We all yes, know he this. Is. Yeah. Even yeah. in fucking G T, you know, which obviously is not canon, there was a chance for Goten to be something, but instead of what they do, they just defaulted back to Trunks. Like, hey, you were popular in the Cell Saga. Do you want to be the pro tag here in G T? Yeah.
2: <laughs> or they could have even brought Goten along and they're like, Hey, yep. you guys wanna see some like teen Gotenks? Like they're like, uh no, how about Pan?
0: She's pretty worthless to bring her along too. Basically. GT was such Garbage, but there was a couple of things they did right that still stands true to this day. Like in my opinion, I even though I love more what they've done in Super with Seventeen, I did love Super Seventeen. I thought Super Seventeen was cool. Um, I personally really liked Baby. I liked the whole idea of the like OG Saiyans and the Truffles having that war and Baby being like the you know down the line the creation of hatred from the remaining Truffles. I thought that was cool, but easily hands down the Shadow Dragons was such an awesome concept that made so much sense in my opinion where it was just yeah. a bunch of negative energy from the Dragon Balls cuz I mean let's be real the Dragon Balls are not supposed to be used the amount that they are. You know, let's be real, they're not. Or what they're used for. Yeah, or what they're, like, panties, for example. So I thought the Shadow Dragons was super cool, but first and foremost, what Dragon Ball GT did right is fucking Super Saiyan 4, easily. Super Saiyan 4 is fucking legit, and I would die for it to be canon. It is so fucking cool to me. It makes so much sense to, like, what a Saiyan is, man. I would love for Super Saiyan 4 to be canon.
1: That's what I was going to say. Think- I was like... Luckily, Toriyama doesn't have to remember all this. GT's not canon.
0: No. <laughs>
2: Do you think Akira Toriyama actually does know that Super Saiyan 4 was even a thing? <laughs> he might not remember anymore. He might not. Uh, just, he, he just makes it and be like, hey, I made this new form. It's going to be dope. And he shows them a picture and like, all right, that's Super Saiyan 4 from Dragon Ball GT. And he's like, Dragon Ball what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Even though he, the only thing that he did for GT was make the logo for it. That's all he did for it. Oh boy. Yeah. I didn't even How much he did, that? That. Yeah, yeah, did that. That's all he did okay. for GT, to my knowledge. Uh, Maybe a little help writing, I don't know. I will say I don't think the possibility is super high, but I do think the possibility for Super Saiyan Four to be canon is actually there. And it, if it's going to happen, it's gonna be because it's going to be because of Broly. Now that Broly is yeah. canon. It, Broly is going to be the key for Super Saiyan Four possibly becoming canon just because of like how it was depicted in that movie with him tapping into the Saiyan's primal rage, whatever, to an extent that Goku and Vegeta cannot like if super saiyan four becomes a thing, it's going to be because of him for sure. I fully yeah, believe that.
2: I, I, I agree. So and before we jump off the dragon ball talk, um, to throw another character out there that I didn't get to mention, um, an honorable mention, if you will. Okay. Um, I would say we, because That's a, fair. um, He's named after Whiskey, and that's from a character, oriana. That's not made up. I mean, hilarious. I believe that. <laughs> and two, he's one of the strongest characters in the series, even stronger than Beerus, but all dude wants to do is eat ice cream and pizza. I that's, can relate to that.
0: That's fair. Whis is great. I love Weiss. I, yeah. I really do. Whis is a phenomenal character. I have
1: no idea who this it character is.
0: Uh, the angel that goes alongside with Beerus. No. Have you seen have you not seen the the newer Dragon Ball Super movies like the Freezer one or
1: last thing I watched at Dragon Ball was uh Boo Saga. Okay. I think like the very first episodes of GT when those were new.
0: Okay. Then yeah, you wouldn't know Whis. Whis yeah, is yeah, the yeah, angel no that goes alongside Beerus, the god of destruction. And, you know, even though Beerus is the god of destruction and what at first glance appears to be the stronger character, Whis is actually a lot stronger than Beerus and is actually Beerus' trainer, even though he's like this. Dude that just kind of flies around, and just eats food all the time. He could fucking wreck your shit in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah. And while Goku and Vegeta want Beerus to be their teacher, it's actually Wees that's teaching them. Yep. Beerus actually isn't doing jack shit besides sleeping and eating.
0: Yep. That's all he does is sleep and eat. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's jump over. I do want to talk about. Um, princess manga a little bit and then we'll jump into some anime talk here um so yeah i started reading it there's only 28 chapters at least to my knowledge that i can fucking have access to i scoured all over the internet trying to find chapter 29 and beyond because i don't know how this stuff is released like I, I it's already scheduled for two, the the next two volumes to come out next year. I think one's in March, one's in like September. And I want to say they might be the last two volumes. I, this is a series that may only have chapters released when the volumes are released. I don't know. I don't know what the release is like. So anyway, I've only read up ch- uh, chapter 28 and I got to say, first and foremost, as a massive Zelda fan, after reading this, my, and you know, keep in mind, there's a lot of other Zelda manga that's come before this, but this is my first one. But after reading this, I am so open and well and open arms to the idea of a talking link in a game in the future because like link really expressing his personality and getting a backstory of link is so fucking good. Like his back, he's got a tragic backstory, which is already dope. You love a good tragic backstory where like him coming to Ordon village um he just he he's only been living there for like a year and a half he was not born there apparently he lived in some village out in the Grudo desert which makes sense to the desert in the game if you go around the desert you can find ruins of random shit so i can see how they piece that together and he was he was a warrior he was being trained to be a warrior opponent is a warrior's horse whatever blah blah and you know him and his buddies are going around this fucking sword and stone not the master sword and just like ah oh, but you can't pull it out but you can't pull it out also note not gaining sword and you know it just looks like a normal sword so he they go to pull it out he actually pulls it out and then some crazy shit starts happening and he then summons camelot basically uh um, oh
1: shit i was joking okay
0: uh no mm. uh so so what happens is when he pulls the sword out the sword actually belonged to the hero's spirit which is canon confirmed that the hero spirit that trains you in Twilight Princess, the game, is actually the link from Ocarina of Time Mask. That's dead, and he's yeah. now a spirit. That is confirmed. Twilight Princess is the only game in Zelda history to have two different links actually meet each other. So he pulls the sword out, and like that skeleton, the hero spirit, like comes up and like grabs Link and pulls him into like this darkness, whatever. Which you know, I guess could be depicted as Twilight. Uh, but when Link wakes up, his whole fucking village is gone. Everyone's gone. Like And so he blames himself horribly that he's the reason why everyone is gone. The village is wiped off the face of the map. So like when he comes to Ordon village, he's just trying his best to live a normal life. And then shit starts to happen with the twilight realm, obviously. And then he's like starting to really like panic and have like PTSD and like, like panic attacks and stuff that he's like, I just want to live a normal life. I don't want this to happen again. And, uh, and when shit actually starts to fucking happen, like this is not like the kind of shit you see in the game. Link gets his fucking arm chopped off. Like this is legit shit, man. Like three chapters in and his arm gets sliced the fuck off. And link basically dies in three chapters. Damn you, Nintendo. I know, man, dude, this shit's intense. You know, then there, obviously Twilight stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. He ends up being brought back to life thanks to the Oridon light spirit, which was the big goat at the lake, whatever, and brings him back to life, brought his arm back, you know, the normal kind of bullshit. You know, um, in terms of the game to the manga, there there are some differences here and there. Obviously, most notably that backstory I just explained. Um, you know, in terms of like him going to like the temples, he does, he goes to the general areas and he just ends up fighting the boss. There's no actual temple, obviously, which would make sense. It'd be kind of dumb for the manga to depict him going through this fucking temple in full detail, you know. So yeah. it's basically, just going area to area and you know battling the boss for whatever the circumstance is, which is still trying to get like the few shadows, you know, because Minda is his companion, uh-huh. you know. He is a wolf boy and all, you know. Whenever he enters the Twilight Realm, um, no, it, it is really good. It is very, very good. Anyone that is a Zelda fan highly recommend checking out any of them. i feel like if they, i'll just i haven't checked out the rest but i feel like probably any of them is going to be good but especially if you're a twilight princess fan like i am fuck you jared twilight princess is better um definitely check out the twilight princess manga it is phenomenal love it absolutely when, love it when you say you're totally down for a talking link i want you to remember these three words excuse I, me, I know excuse me, me princess. princess i know I know. No, I'm. I'm serious. Like, just, just check it out and just watch him explore the his personality. Man, it is. It is fascinating. It, it really is. And I'm totally open to the idea of it. You know, I feel like we've reached a point. Next year being the 35th anniversary of Zelda, that you know, hey, let's explore it. You know, I feel like they could have explored it with Breath of the Wild. Uh, they're not. I would, I would go ahead and assume they're still not going to with Breath of the Wild too, uh, just to keep the you know keep what they've already started with it. But I would say in the future, I let's let's do it, man. Let's get a talking link, dude. Manga's opened my eyes to it. Opened my eyes to the possibility.
2: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in, in with a counter here. I know this is Zan man. This isn't video man, but I, I just want to throw this out there. <laughs> the reason a talking Link really wouldn't work per se is because The Legend of Zelda, since its creation, is an RPG where you're technically Link. So anything that happens is you. Link's just kind of your avatar. And so Link not having a voice or like a personality or anything like that is for you to add in there. Um, kind of like Skyrim Fallout or any of those games where like the, the main character doesn't talk because you're supposed to be the main character. So, you know, you get the options yes or no, or whatever, and those options are basically your voice going into it. And that would kind of like take away from The Legend of Zelda if you did give Link a voice, because then you're taking your yourself out of it, your imagination out of it. Because, um, like, you know, Friends of the Wild is the first game where Link actually truly has some kind of backstory. Because um, Ocarina of Time... He doesn't have any parents. He just wakes up in the village with the Kokori. And then Majora's Mask is just a continuation from that. Uh, I guess Wind Waker, actually, you know, he does have his grandma. But, you know, other than that, it's more for you to decide what his backstory actually is, what his motivations are, and what you do. And that's kind of the whole point of, like, role-play games in general. But more so Legend of Zelda. I do have a
0: counterpoint to this.
2: Alright, go for it. Mass Effect. Alright, that's very true for Mass Effect. <laughs> but Because I know Nintendo's very adamant about Link not actually ever talking.
0: Yeah, and that's and why I, think, I don't think it'll ever happen. But I'm if they ever do cross that bridge, I'm open for it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I, I think I yeah, think no. I think it could be good. I really do.
2: I mean I think it's the same as Pokemon. I don't think they'll ever actually have a Pokemon game with
0: voiceovers. I think Nintendo
2: is gonna leave like the voice over in game for like you know mario just saying mama mia
0: <laughs> i mean we'll see we'll see about pokemon I, I do think we'll get voice acting in pokemon eventually i just don't know when um so let's jump over let's talk about some anime we got our normal stuff let's kick off with uh assuming he watched it dragon quest did you did you watch it i mean yes you're sticking to it i still haven't watched it I knew you fucking would <laughs> i still have not watched it i'm going to no
1: you're fucking not i will
0: Here's how I know he didn't watch it. When I logged on to Crunchyroll today to
2: watch Jujutsu Kaisen and Yashihime, I, look, I saw Dragon Quest up on the queue and it said, start watching episode two. And I was like, he has not watched it yet. Has I
0: he? will watch it. Mark my words. You will
1: not watch it ever.
0: I will, I promise. Anyway, so so how did uh, how you feel about episode five, right? Is that It should be five. I think it's lined up with all the other new yeah, ones. Yeah, no, it's okay, five. Okay,
1: um, okay so... Episode five was great and just setting up our whole uh, hero's quest. Die his whole quest and slight motivation to finally leave his damn island of monsters because it continues right off from episode four. Because I didn't probably explain it real well last episode, but and four the previous demon king that had been killed shows up on the island to kill who's there, because two of his scouts were killed by uh, the tutor guy. Avon is his name. And he shows up in the middle of, uh, after Avon and Dai just finished a training spar, and starts fighting Avon. And we find out Avon's actually the previous hero who killed him. So this guy's been killed once and reborn. So this continues off their fight, where Avon takes a explosion blast to the back to protect Dai and Pop, the mage, student, Die's companion. And it's like a real sad episode, man. The whole thing of Avon's weak. He's used all his power. He's going to go fight this thing fully well knowing it's going to end poorly. To the point that he used the last of his magic to make turn Die pop in the weird grandpa monster thing that's been trying to get Die to become a mage into metal. In which he uses a spell to turn all three of them into metal so that they're safe and they can't move because they're metal. But you know what makes no goddamn sense? They can still talk, and they can fucking cry when they're metal, like actual tears. This is goddamn stupid. <laughs> I
0: don't know if I want to watch it now.
1: I mean, the actual setup and everything for Dice of Reasoning after this whole fight of Avon versus the previous Demon King, whose name eludes me right now, is very good and everything. But, yeah, this... <sighs> A large portion of this episode is them having a uh, bonding. No, please don't do this episode when they're turned into fucking metal. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say though, the dark, the dark lord dude's a, a fucking bro because <laughs> after he shoots Avon in the back at the beginning of the episode, and Avon's doing this whole setup and whatnot, Avon turns to the guy and he's just got his arms crossed, sort of, and just nods at him. Yeah, do your thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and let's him have his so, whole farewell speech and everything with him, and until he's done, he's like, "You done?" He's like, "Yeah, all right, let's do this."
0: <laughs> I'll 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 pick it up eventually. I promise. No, you won't. Yes, I will.
1: I'm gonna finish this before you ever watch episode two.
0: Do you wanna make a it's bet?
1: Gonna, it... I mean, if I make a bet, you're gonna go out of your way to do it. If I don't make a bet, then it's just on you. There's no actual. I'm, I'll do it. There's no. Actual I mean, I'm gonna do it.
0: Way. I'm gonna do it. Mark my I don't, words. I don't
2: think you'll do it either. I'll do it. I, I think it's getting to a point where it's going to be too many episodes. You're going to be
0: like, nah, forget this. I'll watch more eventually. I'm busy right now. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm yeah.
0: busy watching other stuff that I like more like Yashahime. What'd you guys think of Yashahime? Episode five. I liked five. It. it. was good. I loved it.
1: Moroha's demon yep. transformation was a lot easier than any Yashas.
0: True.
2: Yeah. But I also think it's because of that the Rouge, like, cause she's only like a quarter demon. Yeah. And then you watch his half demon and he had to like go through like a whole bunch of shit. But she just uses the shit that her grandpa made to like channel his demon demon energy. So it's kind of cheating.
0: I will say uh, two things involving this episode that I really, you know, really kind of stuck out to me is number one. Obviously, it's very heavily, you know, set up where Toa is our MC. But I, 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 think I think we can probably agree. I'm more attached to Moroha, like she's a more interesting character to me, which is to be expected. I mean, it's Inuyasha's kid. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more attached to her. But I will say, one thing that I do like, I did like about this episode is now that we're in the feudal era, like I, we're starting to see Toa's personality come out more. You know what I mean? Because like before, mm-hmm. it was like you had Moroha, which is like the fucking laughing. Comic relief bullshit character. You had Setsuna, which is like super fucking serious, and then you had Toa, which was like a little bit of both, but more pretty heavily leaning towards the the more heavy like serious character side so it kind of like gave a big off balance of too much seriousness to not enough like comedic relief like lighthearted type of vibe shot to my podcast um so i feel like once toa the moment i I legit feel like the moment we got into the feudal era like toa's personality started to really come out more and started to shine a lot more about being like you know picking on her sister and stuff you know stuff like that you know which i really enjoyed to see because she felt stale Toa felt stale to me. Besides her yeah. wanting to throw hands, she felt stale, at least in my she, opinion.
2: She came off as more, I mean, she still kind of comes off, but more of the conscious of the three. Like, yeah. you got the serious, you got the fun-loving, and then Toa's the, the conscious, the consciousness. Like, the, the cricket on their shoulder telling them what's right and what's wrong. And right. that that does kind of make her boring. And Sasuna, in a way, is kind of boring. Morohawk? best character i wish the show was strictly about
0: her best character (laughs) dude you're not wrong (laughs) i
1: gotta say episode five we finally get confirmation that she is kagome's daughter yeah even though she apparently doesn't know who kagome is by a line she says in episode three yeah
0: but we did get the confirmation though
2: well and then you get coyote go you know she reminds me a lot of kagome but then two episodes before she had no idea who she was so i was like
0: what yeah no, I am really enjoying this. Um uh, I'm excited to see how the rest of it's gonna play out. Uh reaching up, you know, to the climax, which is gonna be episode twenty-four. I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying this, man. It's making it's really giving me the inuyasha itch to want to go watch some uh, some old school stuff.
2: Yeah. Especially knowing now like, you know, our, our villains are the perils and like
0: yeah. We actually have
2: like physical villains, it's not just like some butterfly thing. It's actually really cool too. It's giving me like Inuyasha vibes of Naraku. And I believe her name's Kaguya, and his his little band of like henchmen and stuff.
1: I don't feel she's at the level of Naraku yet, but we. Still I don't have time feel to like see. She's at the
2: level of uh, I don't even think she's the main villain. Oh, I doubt she to be is. Honest. No,
1: because we because st- they're just the four uh, henchmen of the beast demon, mm-hmm. which I can't remember yeah. its name.
2: The one that probably will be the 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 main villain. But yeah so it is it's really good and I'm really enjoying it especially when house starts throwing off the Iron Reaper Iron Reaper Soul Sealers and the Blades of Blood And I was like oh yeah I moves.
0: yep shout out to that dude that was such a cool throwback she said yeah. that, and I was like
1: I felt like there wasn't as much impact because usually whatever he did that there was always like a more dramaticness to it or yelling to it and she sort of said it in half and I was like I mean I'm okay with this but I feel like there could have been more
0: yeah I mean it's, it's fair She'll grow into it, man. She'll grow into it. So, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, episode five, man. I noticed uh, that this one really started to sweep the internet, uh, getting a lot of uh, newer fans hopping onto the series, wanting to check it out. Um, Kind of the same vibes for me as... You know, One Punch Man Season 1 when I, I started seeing clips of Genos and Saitama and their little scrap I saw that and I'm like okay let's go watch this series that looked cool as fuck and, and I feel like Jutsu Kaisen Episode 5 is kind of getting the same vibes with the throwdown that we had in this episode because it was very beautifully animated and uh, I, I started seeing stuff around the internet around the Twitters and the Twatters and the OnlyFans and the OnlyFans that uh, people were really getting pretty hyped up for for the fighting that was going down, what did you guys think of episode five? Because like I said, I thought the animation was 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 awesome. I thought I thought it was oh, done so well.
2: It was great. It was done really well, and the episode itself was you know done really well too. Mm-hmm. Like it it you know kind of flushes out more instead of just like how kind of the manga does it, where it's just you know kind of a thing and then it moves on.
0: Yeah, reading it kind of through it, it I feel like the content. manga did it pretty quick. Yeah.
1: I mean, I wasn't disappointed at all. It was exactly what I was hoping for, knowing what was about to come Mm -hmm. and just how it was animated was great. Yep. Um, I feel like we still got to see just how ridiculous Sukuna was again in this one. And just, I agree with y'all. I don't feel like I, I feel like the anime did it better than the manga because in the manga, you saw um, Megumi get hit by Sukuna and stuff and just get hit and stuff. I was like, damn, that looks like it hurts. Ring watching in the anime was like, "Damn, how's he alive?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> How are you still walking, bro?
1: <laughs> I did. I did appreciate that shot. Whenever uh, sukuna did was sending him flying, like he was a Super Saiyan using instant teleportation. Yeah, yeah. And it just finishes with uh Fushiguro hitting that building, sliding, and just Nue's wing over him. I did appreciate that shot. That was really nice.
0: Yeah. Great, and, episode, know, Great episode, man! Great yeah, episode. They're and, really bringing the heat with the fighting and the action for this. And you yeah, f- and the
2: episode also introduces, you know, kind of our our main villains to it, which is really nice. So yeah. it, we're, we're starting to get there, and then you, you, you get talking to about like when the they were in the, in the restaurant,
0: whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Which was really odd to me because if I remember Josh in the manga and that uh, conversation, the tree guy and the I can't even think the octopus's name weren't involved. It was they little, gone. Yeah, no, they were all there. Were they? Yeah. Okay, maybe it was just because in the manga it focused more on uh, the volcano curse and um. Oh, I can't in even ghetto. think. Of, yes.
2: Ghetto, Kato. Uh, yeah, it, it does focus more on them, but they're all three there. Thanks. Um. Then you know you get introduced to Panda finally.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. The second years. Yes, the panda. Yeah. <laughs> Love the panda. Dude, Panda's great. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the animated version of uh, his best friend. Uh, our, ma- our MC's best friend. Or his brother. Yeah, his brother. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. I mean, it's his super hype friend.
1: right now in the manga with him and his brother, so... Yeah, no, it is really good. I just
0: Because
2: I just got there the other day. I was like, oh man. So, Zachary, you also caught a, up to the most recent chapter? Life.
1: Yeah, I'm caught up with Jujutsu and Kaizen. Shit, it's just me then. All yeah, right, you lonely fucker. I guess I gotta get you. Up. Fuck, okay.
2: Listen... Jujutsu guys and had me hooked like after watching episode 4 I was like I'm going to I'm I'm going to start like hardcore reading this and i powered through it in like three days it was so good
0: like i powered through like my 40 chapters in like a night and then i've just been doing other shit i mean you're missing <laughs> out this
1: current arc that's going on is so good that's
0: what i've heard i actually um i actually did hear about the spoilers for chapter 129 it's about to come out obviously i don't understand fully what's going on but from the for general perception of how hyped the person was delivering the spoilers apparently it's 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 fucking good as shit i've, I've heard this arc that was it called the the shiba arc is that it yes the Shibu. yeah uh, yeah i've heard i've heard this arc is long but really fucking good Pro-
1: yeah, it's much longer than anything else so far yeah I, i've Part also seen some people say that
0: it's like probably one of their favorite arcs in a series in like the last 10 20 years like, apparently it's that level of kid. Yeah, no,
1: this is level of what's currently going in My Hero Igedemi at the war. Okay. It's yeah. sort of the equivalent of that in Jujutsu Kaisen. Not and as hype as My Hero, but it's in that same general area. Gotcha.
2: And there's been some pretty big losses, too, not to spoil anything, but after that last one, I think it was the chapter before, when, I think it was 127, I was like oh shit
1: uh, They sort of well we'll get into that When we get to the manga review so. Yeah, I'll catch yeah, up I'm, I'll try to catch up like Before the spoilers.
0: PS5 comes out And we'll do a spoiler cast on Jujutsu Kaisen yeah. <laughs> um, It's kind of
2: spoilers But I, yeah as, as of right now We're going to count it as a loss But the one before that one oh, That was a huge
0: fucking that loss fucking
2: hurt. <laughs> Yeah that hurt me and that one happened I was like oh shit
0: so jumping over from there, the last anime we have for the lineup is Noblesse episode five.
1: <laughs> We're getting into some shit, man.
0: We are. Uh, I gotta tell you, man. I got a disappointment though. I got a disappointment, and where I have disappointment is like, like we've talked about. This is the series that, like, to me, I hold it a very high regard in terms of the action. And man, I don't know if it was just me, but you know, from watching all of God of high school and knowing what I know of like some tower of God stuff, but man, I felt like this episode, I feel like the action we got was so fucking lazily done. Like I felt like it was legit. Like the stuff with like Frankenstein and Takio on the bill. I felt like it was so fucking lazy. Like it just, it just didn't, it didn't hit me. Do you not remember how that fight was done in the manga? I know it was beat down.
1: Well, no, it's about the same. Like it was done sort of lazily.
0: Well, I mean, it's just one of those things, man, like with what we got with like God of High School anime and what I know of Tower of God anime, like I feel like the bar for this is so much lower.
1: I mean, it is just because of how like we've talked about it, how this ser- series, honestly, it makes no sense how it survived, honestly, <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> because
1: our two big heavy hitters are Rai and Frankenstein and these two guys more or less, put limiters on themselves for a long portion of the series.
0: Yep. So, like, because of how broken they were.
1: So, yeah, like the takio and Frankenstein fight, which we've gotten a bit in this episode that came out. I mean, it's interesting just for the fact that it's a fight between uh, Tokyo and Frankenstein, but at the same time, it's actually no contest. If Frankenstein no. wanted to, he could just fucking smash that ass and be done with it. Yeah. So, so literally Frankenstein is literally just toying with Takiyo.
0: Yeah, he is. And you know, with how the episode ended with Rai coming into the picture, you know, it, I'm hoping the next couple episodes will hopefully change my opinion on the animation for this. Cause like, I mean like I understand nothing really big has really happened until this point, but every little bit of taste of action that we've gotten, I feel like has been like low quality shit. And I'm just like, come on, man. And like, everything about God of High School was, like, top-tier quality animation for the action. I mean, that's what it was. You know, so, like, I see this, and I'm just like, I'm kind of sad. It's like, why can't I get the same thing?
1: I'm, I'm going to be honest. I I love Noblesse. I really do. But here's the thing. God of High School focuses on the fighting. Yeah, it does. Noblesse focuses heavily on the characters. It does. Because You're right. in the chapters, reading the original... Mangua. the actual fighting in it was not very long like almost never was it very long until we got
0: to like the island yeah to the island yeah see the island is where all the real heavy fighting really started to pick up which i'm wondering how much we're going to dive into that just because like you know from all like promos and everything like that we've seen the queen you know the lord we know she's there yeah yeah we know she's going to be in this season you know, so I'm just curious how much uh, you know. We're already on episode five. There's probably going to be 13 episodes, just like Tower and God of High School. So I'm curious how much they're gonna, how much further they're gonna go beyond. You know, the DA five. I think
1: I think we get to the island. I don't think we're actually going to get to see the other noble houses though.
0: We better fucking not. Um, That's gonna be too fucking rushed. I'll be so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think I think we may get reference to the island. And I, if I remember correctly, uh, doesn't Rageus and his sister get pulled back to the island?
0: Yes, Ray does get pulled back to the island. So
1: I think we'll get that, and we'll lead to Rye and his crew heading towards the island. I don't think, and we may get some shots of the Queen, but I don't think we'll actually get anything on the island.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I preferably I hope not, since we know the episode length that's going to be, because like I said, it's just going to feel rushed. But I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I still enjoyed the episode. Don't get me wrong, because I love the series. I love seeing the series be animated, but like I, at the same time, like. I felt some disappointment. It's just like, I see what these others got. Why can't this one get it too? You know, that's the way that I looked at it. And it's one of those things where like, as the series is going to progress and we get to our climax and stuff with some of the things coming up, we'll probably get some beautifully animated stuff then, but it's like everything with God of high school in terms of the action was very beautifully animated. So I, I don't know. I just feel a little bit of disappointment. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, we already knew coming into this this show with how we very quickly figured out how they started it and making the OVA from four years ago canon that it was already kind of in a bad place to possibly succeed. And I don't know, at five episodes in, like we've talked about, I just I still don't think it's enough for like an outsider to come in and really enjoy this series.
1: I mean, to
2: be yeah, fair, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I was gonna just say, as an outsider who hasn't watched the series or read it or anything like that, just hearing you guys talk about it. This really does put me off to ever actually starting it. you know, from them actually not starting the series off fresh and new, but instead using a four-year-old OVA to start it off. And Mm. then, you know, hearing how, you know, confusing it may be if you haven't actually read it to, you know, how the fight's actually not well animated compared to like God of High School or even Tower of God, which has some, you know, really nice fight scenes. Entire God's one that you know focuses more on the characters than it does the actual fighting. So you know, it's just kind of like it kind of puts me off to ever wanting to start it. Almost like it's doomed to fail.
0: I t- uh, there's a part of me that does feel like it's doomed to fail. Unfortunately, there is the part of me that does feel that way. But there's also a part of me that thinks that I, I still think it has the potential, depending on how the second half of the season goes, to really you know, continue on to get a, a season two. Cause like, even though the fandom hates the God of high school anime, the ratings are really well and they're going to do a season two. It's that, it's that simple. The ratings are good. Um, you know, I've talked about that before. I haven't seen any ratings for no yet. I don't know what they look like.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I guess it all depends on that. I don't, I don't know. It just seems like though, if they really wanted to succeed, then they would have just started it fresh and made it, you know, so everyone can come in and watch it where you don't have to, be a reader or watch an OVA, an old OVA to know what's going on. It's, it's almost as if, you know, they did full mental alchemist brotherhood and, you know, said, okay, the first 13 episodes of full mental alchemist are going to be started. This this is going to be a totally different new season that we're going to make five years later. You're going to have to go back and watch those 13 episodes to know what's going on in these episodes or something like that. You know, it's kind of what it seems like. You follow where I'm going? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. You guys are just very quiet.
0: Well, I thought I thought Zach had something.
1: I mean, I was gonna say, so far, Obelisa is still staying top five popular when it comes out. Yeah, it is. So, maybe the ratings good, but as it stands right now, I'm gonna say, this is probably gonna be a binge series. So, it coming out week to week, based on our feelings, people may be receiving a lot better than we are, just because they don't know the content. Who knows? But. I feel like it's going to be better once it's fully released and people are able to binge it. I think yeah. we may see some better views and stuff like that.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. And, I, you know, That's now that you possible. mentioned that as well, I have actually seen a few comments here and there from uh, – well, I, I don't mean this in an offensive way at all. I really don't, but from, from casuals. Uh, in terms of, of the anime manga world, I, I don't mean any offense in the slightest. I really don't, but I'm just being honest.
1: <laughs> you know, the,
0: casual. Yeah, you filthy fucking casual. But no, I have pick up
1: a shirt now.
0: I have seen some comments from people online where they, you know, they have not read the webtoon at all. But they have actually been enjoying the anime. Surprisingly enough, there are I've seen comments where people to this like they have not read the webtoon that are very confused, and you had to have someone follow up like go watch this OVA and then pick it back up, and they're like oh well that's fucking stupid, but okay I'll do it all right whatever I enjoyed it it's still stupid they did that so I don't know Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes I do agree with you I think it could has a good. I think it could be a good binge series for someone, you know, so, if, you know, when it comes to listening to the show, you know, we, we're just going to tell you how we really feel and the realistic facts of it. So if no catches your eye in any regard and like what we're talking kind of turns you off, like it does for Josh, just wait till it's all done and binge it then. Cause you'll probably actually get a pretty good experience. Cause I, I do think the season finale of this, I do think is going to be good. Just, I, it's just how I genuinely feel with how they approach season finales. They're usually pretty good. To be honest,
2: that's probably what I'll do is just binge it when it's all done. Uh, and it's also nice to know that, because hearing you guys talk about it, I just figured, like, you know, it was stated at some point in the anime, like, hey, go back and watch the OVA first. But for it to never, ever mention anywhere that you have to watch the OVA before you watch the series oh. is it, kind of fucking insane.
0: It just, they just, it, like, in the story itself, they just reference, like, the events that happened here, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the you know, and having. I, I still keep forgetting what what his name is but shin Woo, as we know him i don't i don't know what his name i keep forgetting what his name is in this anime because it's you know japanese uh in this case when shin Woo is the korean name but you know the series starts off with shin Woo, he's wearing a cast from his broken arm he received in the ova and that's when it clicked in my head i'm like wait a minute <laughs> so i don't know uh, all right, so let's jump over to the chapters. We'll do our chapter reviews. We'll try to knock this out as quickly as possible. We won't really dive too much into it. We'll keep everything pretty brief. All right, starting off, we do have a break this week. Uh, Unordinary, a webtoon that Zach and I have been reading, is on a two-week break. They just needed a little time to rest, no big deal. So starting off with some weekly Shonen Jump stuff, let's hit kick it off with My Hero Academia, Chapter 289. What would you guys rate that one?
1: Nine. I say
0: an eight because I don't really remember anything that
2: happened, which means it's probably not that memorable.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a it's a nine for me. It's a nine for me. This was the um, or, you know, Oiraka chapter.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, an eight, sitting.
0: Okay. <laughs> Damn. To-
2: it was Togata and yeah. yeah, 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 and- yeah. yeah. and
1: Toga fight. Suya shows up to help, yeah. and then we get uh.
0: Well, let's not jump too far into that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I give, it, I give it a nine. Uh, what about Black Clover Chapter 270? That's a nine for me, dog. Friendship that shit, I bracelets. do remember. I'm
2: giving it a nine.
0: That's such a good chapter. I'll give
1: it nine as well for fucking friendship bracelets.
0: And I've seen the spoilers for uh, 271, and, man, it's, it's some good shit. It is some good shit. I'm very excited. Uh, I,
2: I do have a question about that chapter, um, but I can't ask it on here, so I'll ask it later.
0: Okay. Uh, Jumping over, we got One Piece nine ninety four. Josh, what do you think of one that? What do you think of that one?
2: Uh, it was good. I'd probably give it probably like seven and a half and eight, uh, solely for the end. Uh, the end was fucking fantastic.
0: I give it an eight for the end. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah. So,
2: we agree eight for the end.
0: What about, uh, what did you, you guys think of Chainsaw Man chapter 91?
1: It went exactly how I thought it was going to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agreed. What would you guys it's rate good,
2: it? It's good, though. Um, not a lot happened. I'd probably just give it a seven. Like, it was a good chapter. It kind of went how exactly how kind of expected it to go.
1: I mean, I'm going to give it a six because it went exactly how I expected it to go. And at the same time it's confused me on where the hell it's going to go again.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh yeah. I'm going to give it I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to give it a 7. Yeah, I'll give it a 7. I mean, it was a good chapter. I enjoyed it.
1: I mean, I feel like it's going to go in the direction that I've mentioned before. I think off a uh, podcast, then we're going to dive deeper into shit. We that's going to get crazy.
0: Fair.
2: I would like to point out while we're sitting on this that we've I mean, I know at least me and Alex have read diff- conflicting reports on the fate of the series
0: yeah we have
2: um because i just had read one that was published on saturday about how the people that said that chainsaw man is ending soon actually misspoke and they don't actually know if it is going to end soon
0: and i've still seen reports that it has entered its final stages
2: so, yeah so we're, it, we're we're kind of seeing conflicting things on this so we don't really know where it's going to go from here
0: i don't know we'll see uh, what about Mashal Chapter 37? Zero, man. Hey, let me just mute you, Josh. Turn that down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the roadcaster. <laughs> All right. What do you think of it, Zach? Hi. Yes. <laughs> because of that ending, it is a nine from me. Because I love the high, and then he's just like, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm going
1: to give it... Uh, nine as well just because it was super hype fight and just everything going into it because yes, even though yes. it was actually a fight we actually still get to see some character development from our uh antag possibly friend here soon
0: yeah and which 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 is great you know that the whole fight was great the ending was great loved it fantastic next up we got dr stone 172 now this is one of those examples of when there is nothing going on in my opinion
2: Am I still muted? Uh, no, no you're, you're,
0: you're not still muted. Okay. Uh, hang on, Zach's trying to show I, I me have, something. Oh, yeah, Stone, yeah, yeah. My okay. bad, my bad. Alright, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I'll, I'll hit Dr. Stone real quick. So yeah, Dr. Stone, chapter 172. Um, this is one of those cases where, like, I, like I've said, when this shit's hype, it is hype. But when it's not, it's not. This chapter, for me, personally, was like a 5 or a 6. It was just real dull introduction to a new character. It, it was just like, more prep for this is what we're going to do guys which like i've said before reading it is not as as entertaining as watching the anime
1: so i reading this chapter i was it dawned on me in the middle of it i went a lot of these kids are actually still kids or like high school middle school and then it just goes to them going into choppy trees like is this what a sweatshop looks like
0: (laughs) god (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just like a five or six for me though um, finishing up the weekly Shonen Jump lineup we've got here. we got uh, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 128. It's now being added to our lineup. Zach, I didn't even know you were caught up. Yeah. You know, now that Josh Cove, you guys can give a review on that one. I'll be joining you guys sometime in the near future. So what do you guys think of 128?
2: It's important to say that I read all this in the span of three days, so I can't just give a review on 128. But 128 was really good. I'd give it probably a 10. The whole arc is actually close really fantastic
1: i would have to give it a nine just because i mean it was a great chapter and everything that happened to it but honestly since joining animan plus i've still yet to see something that's just absolute 10 for me so that's
0: fair
2: that's fair um i mean it's a, it's some 10 out of 10 fighting i would like to, to say like you know we haven't actually seen people go out which is really fucking insane to me
1: when you say "go out," you mean like die?
2: No, like you know, like go all like go all
0: out and
1: fighting. Oh yeah, and that's exactly what we're getting right now.
0: From the general yeah. gist that I've got of what's happening, yeah, that's the general idea that I kind of have as an outsider. Like, okay, so yeah, we're probably gonna get to some really hype stuff here pretty soon.
2: Yeah, because I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but because it kind of mentions it in the anime. But the two strongest people in this whole series are Gojo-sensei and Sakuna.
0: And yeah. we have yet to see either of them go all out. Yeah, that definitely so would not call that a spoiler since it's like literally in like episode three or four. I mean, I guess <laughs>
1: yeah. it's technically, I mean, there's still one other who's up there who's, we've only gotten reference because he was actually referenced in the episode of Jujutsu Kaisen anime this week. But he's still yet to even make an appearance. No, he's made an appearance. Our third year?
2: Oh, no, I thought you were talking about someone else that was mentioned in this episode that I would actually put in the top three strongest characters that he has gone all out.
3: Yeah.
1: Quite,
2: and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, no, because so far both uh, Gojo and then our evil guy who got introduced in episode four, the evil... I can't even remember what his name is again still. Ghetto? Yes, Ghetto. Both make reference to a... Third year, who we've still yet to see.
2: That's true. I don't think we have. have actually seen the third year in the, the manga yet, have we?
1: Nope, they've only ever made references to him.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: All right, hop uh, over from there. Uh, we do have some our Jump Plus series that we're reading. We got Kaiju number eight, chapter sixteen. Would you guys think of that one?
2: That came out today, didn't
0: it? Yep. Ten o'clock.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't read
0: it. All right, I'm gonna
1: I- give it a seven.
0: I agree. I, forgot. I agree. I'd probably give it a 7.
1: I'm
2: not used to kaiju number 8 not being on Sundays. So That's I totally fair.
0: forget it's a Thursday release. That's fair. Uh, what about Spy Family? What you, do you think of this chapter 36? This, this
1: took a turn from the previous chapter. I mean, I appreciate that we got to see some more into the our little psychics uh, daily life, but it took a turn.
0: <laughs> I would give it for me... I, I don't know. Like I enjoy... I enjoy the stuff with, you know, with the daughter. I do, but my focus is more on the other two characters, husband and wife. Yeah, Lloyd and your, um, my, that's where more of my, you know, entertainment lies. So, you know, this, you know, anytime it's like this one being heavily focused on Anna, it's like a little bit of a drawback for me. But it's still good. Um, I would... It's wholesome. This was a wholesome... It was was a very enjoyable, wholesome chapter. I'd give it like a seven, maybe a six. But, I mean, if it was like more... Had like your Lloyd more in it, I'd probably bump it up a little bit higher. I'm gonna give it
1: a six as well. I mean, it had Lloyd disappointment.
0: That's true. That's true. (laughs) All right, what about Deranged Chapter 4?
1: I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm curious where the series is gonna go in the future. Just because... As I don't know if we've actually mentioned it, but the author that's doing deranged detective is the previous author that did got to Kill, Hitman, Reborn.
0: we have mentioned it. Yeah. I can, you have re- only uh, mentioned
2: it every time you guys have talked about it. Basically okay. it's
0: the big drawing point for me. So
2: yeah. <laughs> it has been Alex's number one. This could be the shittiest series in the world, but every time, every, every time we do this, I was like, it's amazing seeing this artist all again. I'm so hyped about this. It makes me want to cry.
0: I mean, that's, that's
2: true.
1: And that series was real big on just how the large cast of characters that were worked together. Yeah. So after reading this chapter four and seeing how it ends, I have a feeling we're gonna get a strange gathering of. Uh, I don't e- I don't even know necessarily it will be detectives or what, but we're gonna get a strange group of people with skills.
0: I think so as well. I think it'll take a turn for that. For this chapter, I'd give it probably just like a solid seven. Not a whole lot happened. It was kind of like more introduction to I feel like this other character and him wanting a favor, this and that, whatever. Uh so I'd give it a seven. I mean, I just I enjoyed the chapter, but I'm I'm very interested to see how this is gonna go from here. You know, like you were saying, I think we're gonna get uh, a set of characters with uh some unique skills to say the least.
1: Helping our dopey little detective.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well what would you rate it? I didn't hear you. Seven as well. Seven, okay. Uh, so for me, jumping over from there, we got Eden Zero Chapter One Seventeen. This is probably like an uh, probably like an eight from me. It was a really good chapter. Lots of great action, um, lots of build up for what's going to go ha- what's going to go down with uh, a future character that's just been referenced being Poseidon Nero and his little group, and you know that's who they're duking it out with right now. I'm loving this series. This series is so fucking good. Definitely recommend checking out. This is a solid eight from me uh over to some of the webtoons that we read like i said unordinary is on a break this week and we'll be on next week as well so let's start off with solo leveling 125
1: <laughs> fucking nine
0: yeah i'd say it was a nine man it like you weren't lying when you said last week that it was a fucking dope ass chapter and it was it was so good back to the double dungeon back to where it all started duking this out see what's gonna go down man I, I I really loved it and nine for me easy
1: I mean I really wish you read whenever the Rawls came out and got translated because 126 is oh, fuck I mean, it just continues on that hype of 125, man. 125 and 126 are both fucking great. Okay. I'm going to just say it now. 126 is going to be a nine for me next week. So.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. What about God of High School 488? For me, because of the ending alone, that's a nine. Like the chapter itself was overall pretty solid. I enjoyed some parts about it, but the, the all the ending stuff I loved, Um, you know, with the setup with the palace and everything, that's a nine for me. I love that sort of setup, man.
1: I mean, I think I actually missed this because I was checking web because God of High School comes out on Sundays, right?
0: No, it comes out like late Thursday nights for us because it comes out Friday for them.
1: Okay, then I just, I guess, missed my notification because I haven't read 488 yet.
0: Okay, yeah, that's what came out last Thursday. You know, we'll get 489 here in a few hours from this recording. But yeah, it's a nine for me just because the ending, I love the ending with setting up at the palace and everything. It was super dope. Uh, Last two are you, Weak Hero and uh, El Seed. What would you rate those two chapters?
1: Weak Hero, I'm going to give a big old eight because we're super hype into our fight with Ben and Jake, our number two and number three on the delinquent rankings. Just, it's literally just a slug fest in the chapter. We have both their groups just watching on watching their two leaders fight. And then just a third auxiliary group who's came to be a witness, just watching these two slug it out. And it's just a whole great chapter. Just everyone's feelings on each of their leaders. And then just some much needed sort of character, uh, mental, where their mentality is at the end of the chapter for from Ben and things like that. Mm-hmm. So big 8 for me. LLC, I'm going to give a 6 just because uh, as I mentioned last week more or less where the, it, it is right now is this sort of mock sparring matches between these affiliated group kids who've been trained by their groups all their life and these unaffiliated kids who've known about their powers but haven't had any real training or assets to help them and are sort of beaten down and seen as just peasants. Mm. So it starts, this chapter starts the fights and the fights sort of go how you expected of these unaffiliated kids just getting their shit wrecked (laughs) and building up to our main two, uh, our main character, who's super protected by everyone and your handsome boy MC. And then his buddy, whose name eludes me, who's fought alongside him, who's, Unaffiliated, but on the level of some of the stronger affiliated kids who these affiliated kids they're fighting have no clue what they're about to get their shit into.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that's all. That's our chapter of views for the week. Um, you know, big shout out to the roadcaster. Turn on an applause here. You know, all right. Made it through the first episode with the roadcaster. That's pretty hype. Um, Still gotta get, still to get used to this. I need to actually like utilize these effects more. I haven't actually changed any of them besides like I have lighthearted intro and the Animan Plus intro on here. That's literally all I have. I haven't added anything else yet. so I probably should do that at some point. Um, but no, that's gonna wrap up the episode here from us. Um, do you guys have anything that you want to say further close out the episode here?
2: No, I, I'm good.
0: I feel like it was a pretty good episode. We had a lot of stuff to talk about today. Shout out to Jared, our uh, Tier 4 patron, for dropping the question for us. And shout out to him for just giving us support. We appreciate that. You can make sure to go check out our other podcasts, Lighthearted. Check us out on our other platforms and everything like that. Uh, But that's going to do it from us, guys. Until next time, see ya. Later. Later. Later.